On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're talking all about Snapchat. I know, Snapchat, it's not dead. It's still around. It's still powerful. I'm going to tell you how I've used Snapchat to sell more homes. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, Massive Agents? How's it going today? Welcome to episode number seven. I'm so glad to be here. This is near and dear to me because this totally changed the game for me in so many ways, and I'm excited to talk about it. We're going to talk about Snapchat today, guys. Now, real quick, because there's only a few more weeks left of February... I want to make sure you guys get in on this. Have you heard about our $100 Amazon gift card giveaway? Pretty easy to enter. All you have to do, hook us up with a review on iTunes and or share a link to this podcast in another real estate Facebook group. Basically, share the love. Help us get some exposure. Help us out. And in return, we're going to enter you into a contest to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Man, 100 bucks can go a long way. It really can, especially on Amazon. Now, like I said, this contest expires at the end of February. To enter, this is crucial. If you leave a review and or share a link to this podcast over in some other real estate Facebook group, don't get yourself booted. But if you do, screenshot it. That's the only way that I'm going to know you did it. Then you need to go to the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page and share the screenshot on the pinned post. That's it. If there's no screenshot, guys, even if you've left a review, sometimes I don't know that it's you. So you have to do a screenshot, post it on the pin post on our Facebook page, and that comment is an entry. So if you do a review and then share it in another group and then share it on your page, that's three entries. So make sure you take those screenshots, post it on the pin post on our Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. All right. Now, real quick, before we get into the Snapchattiness, the Snapchat necessity of the show, what the hell is the Massive Agent Podcast? Why are you listening? And what are we even trying to do here? I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. I love... I love real estate, but I love the marketing aspect of it much more than anything else. And so there's so many, there's too many different things you can do with marketing right now, too many ideas. And there's always a a bright, shiny object to distract you from what you were doing before. I wanted to give you guys some ideas of what's working for me, what new ideas are coming out, what new technology is coming out, what you can do to get more leads into your business. That's the only goal of this podcast is to give you some actionable ideas, some some actionable ideas and strategies and tips that you can implement right now to start getting more leads and to start selling more homes. That's it. So if that interests you, you're in the right place. Hit the subscribe button. Thank you very much. And on the end of the show today, we're getting back to the massive Q&A section where we answer one of your questions live on the show. Now, today's question is about how to choose a CRM. So if, if that interests you, stick around to the end of the show too. We're going to talk about how to choose the best CRM for you. This question comes from Del Schaefer, a realtor with Carolina One Real Estate in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Awesome question, Del. And honestly, it's probably the most asked question in real estate. So let's tackle it right now on episode seven. But first, let's talk about Snapchat. How can you use Snapchat as a real estate agent to sell more homes? This is not going to be the answer that a lot of you guys are looking for. If you guys are just stumbling across this podcast Maybe you're not that familiar with me. We haven't really talked much. You don't know who I am or where I came from. This might surprise you. 
If you know me, I don't think this will surprise you at all. So Snapchat is a very powerful social network to help you brand yourself and your business. But you don't do it by selling. All right. You have to understand that right off the bat. Selling is going to ensure that you fail and you six months from now or hell, a week from now, you're going to be like, well, Snapchat's not working. It doesn't work. It works for Dustin, but it doesn't work for me. Then that means you're doing it wrong. Snapchat is very personal. It's one-on-one. It's in your face. It's visual. All right. So it's very easy to get to know somebody and their personality. Why do I mention that? How is that important if you're just trying to get leads to sell homes? Let me clarify this. If your only objective, if you think you're just going to get leads like you would running a Facebook ad, stay away from Snapchat. It's not going to work for you with that objective. Here's how it does work. Okay. Here's how Snapchat works. And I'm going to give you some specific ideas of maybe how you can do some branded geo filters for an event in your area and start getting some great brand recognition. Super, super inexpensive But here's how I got started with Snapchat, okay? Honestly, I never would have got on Snapchat if it wasn't for me listening to Gary Vaynerchuk at the time. It was about January, no, December maybe of 2015, January 2016, something like that. He was talking about, hey, Snapchat's going to be the thing. You got to get on there and try it out. So I thought, you know what? Gary knows what he's talking about. He's kind of a big deal, knows these things. So I downloaded the app, start messing around with it, and I didn't get it. I was trying to... Hey, I'm Dustin, the realtor. Check out this house. Check out this open house I'm at. You should come see me at this open house, right? The same crap that so much, that so many of us do or have done that's never worked. And it wasn't until I stumbled across the Snapchat stories of somebody that I was following where they used this, their story. And this, at this time, it was just 10 seconds at a time. They didn't have the continuous snap that you could do for, what is it, a couple minutes now, something like that. It was 10 seconds at a time, but they were using it to tell a story and they were just telling a joke or something, but it it was then that I realized I could storytell on this platform. That's how I use it. And I can be creative visually by putting text on the screen, by doodling, by drawing, by using geo filters. And so it clicked for me. I'm like, okay, storytelling is the power of, of this platform, not selling. So what I really started doing is just started telling or rather documenting what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. And You know, some of it was like me sitting in my car saying, hey, guys, I'm just on my way to show a house. You know, it's over in this part of the city, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of showing behind the scenes of my life and and letting people get to know me and my personality and who I am a little bit. But then I also used it to educate a little bit, to, to tell a story that would educate maybe a potential buyer about how no closing cost mortgages are a crock of shit. Like, of course, there's closing costs. You just wrap them in your interest rate. You're going to pay. Nobody's going to do a loan for free for you, right? You're going to pay, pay closing costs. So I just explained how it works. And and then I talk about Zillow and why Zillow sucks so bad if you're trying to figure out how much your home is worth. And I explained why. And so I started telling these stories with some context and people got to got to hear it from me. They got to see my face, see the expressions on my face, get to know my personality. Now, what started happening was twofold. So first... Every once in a while, I would, if I had a really good quote unquote educational rant, as I called them, I would download it from Snapchat. I'd put it up on YouTube, throw in some keywords and everything. And, and I would have that, that Snapchat story live on YouTube for a while. And what's interesting is after a couple months or a few months, I started getting some calls here and there like, Hey, we came across some of your videos. You know, we'd like you to help us find a house. 
And as I would dig deeper and ask some questions of how they found me, some people found me through my Zillow sucks rant that I put on YouTube and they just thought I'd be fun to work with. I taught them something. They didn't know that about Zillow. They didn't understand how the Zestimates work. They didn't understand that they can't possibly be even close to accurate if they've never seen inside your house. You know, kind of important, the interior, kind of important. And then they're like, you know what? This guy seems like he'd be fun to work with. We can trust him because he's he's being honest. Now, this is what they told me. These are their words. And so they reached out to me already, already having decided that they wanted to work with me. How powerful is that? I didn't have to interview. They just knew because they already saw me, got to know me. That's the power of Snapchat. And by the way, you can't really get that on other platforms. Uh, Instagram stories comes pretty close, but there's something about Snapchat that you just get to know somebody for who they are. Uh, I don't know what it is about Snapchat. There's just something extra that Instagram stories doesn't have that you can't find anywhere else. And that's super powerful. So as I started getting a few calls here and there and, and got some actual clients at the same time, I started getting a big following of other real estate agents from all around the world, most in the US, but some from Australia, Canada, the UK. And that was really interesting to me. At that same time, I also started reaching out to major real estate publications like Inman, like RAS Media, and a few others. And I I wrote an article about why I'm using Snapchat as a real estate agent. And again, this is the very beginning of 2016. This is when Snapchat was just getting big in the marketing world. And so I wrote these articles. I reached out to Inman. I reached out to RAS Media. And I said, hey, here's this article I wrote on Snapchat for real estate. Would you publish it? And they're both like, yep, we'll publish it. And so that was crazy. I woke up the next morning from the very first article from RAS Media, and I had like 1,300 new followers on Snapchat. Now, on Snap, it doesn't tell you how many followers you have, but I, I kind of counted through, and I'm like, okay, there's you know there's this many. It was crazy. I had over 1,000 new followers and the 98% real estate agents. So through those articles and through this content I was putting out about how other people can use Snapchat as a real estate agent, I started getting other realtors following me. And what that taught me was the power of networking with other agents. I have, ever since I started doing that and embraced the fact that other realtors were following me, I've never received more referral business in my career than over the last two years. It's crazy. A large chunk of my revenue comes from referrals, which is amazing. And even more than just the the referrals that I got from people who got to know me and they knew that I was in Salt Lake City and you know they, they thought after following me, they're like, this guy apparently kind of knows what he's talking about. And so they felt comfortable referring clients to me. Super humbling, super awesome. But aside from that, I started building relationships with, with some other real estate agents from around the world. And I've, to this day, I have some of, the, some of my most real deep friendships with people were built through Snapchat, all because of that intimate, personal feel that you get when you're snapping with somebody and it's, you know, you're holding your phone 18 inches away from your face. They're getting to know you. You're talking directly to somebody. It's, it's so powerful. And like I said, some of my best friends I've met through Snapchat. We since you guys that know me and have, and are part of the snap pack, the other founders, okay. The other four, Bucky, Shannon, Jason, and Chelsea, we all met on Snapchat and we came together to form the Snappack Live Real Estate Group. We came together to form the Real Estate Marketing Mastermind. And when we very first met in person back in October of 2016, 
after having known each other on Snapchat and gotten to know each other there, it was when we first met in person, it felt so natural. Like I had known these guys forever. There was no awkwardness. There was no weirdness. And you know, when you meet somebody for the first time and you, a lot of times you're like, Oh, they're different in this way. They're different. These guys were exactly the way I thought they were because Snapchat exposes your real personality over time. And so it's like we, we met in person, we hit the ground running. We, we were, we knew each other, we were comfortable. And that right there showed me just how special Snapchat is and how underestimated Snapchat is for building relationships. Guys, the power of using Snapchat to build your real estate business is to build relationships with others, not just potential clients in your area. You should do that, but you also need to be networking with other real estate professionals. The best collection of other real estate agents who are using Snapchat that I have found is the Snapchat group. The Snapchat group on Facebook, go find S-N-A-P-P-A-C-K, plug it in in your Facebook search bar, find the group, not the page. We have a page, but find the group, join it, start networking with other agents and find them on Snapchat too. Now in the group, we have a photo album called Snap Codes. So on Snapchat, for you guys listening that aren't familiar yet, Snapchat gives you this little yellow braille looking snap code that has a ghost in the middle and you can put your photo in the ghost and everything. They give you that code. And then if you want to follow somebody, you just go into the Snapchat app, snap their snap code, and it adds them as a friend automatically. So we created a photo album in the Snapchat Facebook group where you can go and post your snap code and find everybody else's. There's hundreds of us in there. Go in there, start following some other realtors. You can see where they're from and everything and just start networking and make sure you post your snap code in the photo album only. Please don't post it as a regular post in the group. It belongs in the photo album, but that's a great way to get other real estate peeps to follow you too. Now, I'm trying to I'm trying to like distill and sum up two two years worth of my Snapchat experience into this one, you know, 30-minute-ish podcast. It's going to be super tough. I know there's things I'm going to leave out. I'm going to talk about the, the most important things. Guys, one of my best friends, Chelsea Pites, she's one of the founders of the Snapchat group that I talked about that we met on Snapchat. She just wrote one of the most amazing books on Snapchat that I think I could imagine. It's so detailed. It's so in-depth and so concise too at the same time. She just, she has a way with words. She's, she is the Snapchat expert of the real estate industry for sure, if not the marketing world. So she has a book. It's out on Amazon. It's called Talking in Pictures. Go to Amazon, search Chelsea Pites or Talking in Pictures. Find her book. You can't miss it. It's just a bright yellow cover. If you want to learn more about Snapchat and how to use it, not just in your real estate business, but just in general and how powerful it is, get the book. If you guys don't want to go searching around and if you want to find everything that I recommend that's on Amazon, just go to my my influencer store on Amazon. I have my own store. The link to that is amazon.com slash shop slash Dustin Brome. Go there. All the products I recommend, whether they're related to marketing or not, I put them in the store. You can buy them directly from there. Chelsea's books in there. A lot of my podcasting equipment that I recommend and that I use is in there. A few other things, some gadgets, some gizmos that I like. Uh, So check out my Amazon influencer store. Again, that's amazon.com slash shop slash Dustin Brome. I'll put a link to that somewhere on the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page too. Okay. And like I said, 
with with Snapchat, there's so much. It's such a different language, a different culture, if you will. You you really have to like start. You have to download the app. You have to start messing around with it. And the learning curve is much bigger than it is with any other social network. It might take you a month before you really get it, but give yourself that time. Don't give up after a week. If it makes no sense after two weeks, just keep messing around with it. Watch some more YouTube videos. I did a YouTube video a year or so ago. If you search for Snapchat for real estate, it's one of the top ones. I know the National Association of Realtors embedded it in one of their Snapchat articles um, for agents to use, but you can find that. And honestly, there's much better videos than mine out there. Just go to YouTube and search Snapchat for real estate. That'll that'll bring you up to speed quite a bit on how to use it and reinforce some of what I'm talking talking about here and even go in more depth. Now, I promised you some actionable things that you can do right now to start building brand recognition, start getting exposure on Snapchat. Because the thing about Snapchat is there really isn't much discoverability. The only people that are going to see the stories you put out are people who already follow you. So you really have to start building up your base of followers. I did a video on that too on YouTube. Go to my Dustin Brome Realtor YouTube channel. That one's on there too. Uh, How to get more Snapchat followers or something like that is the title. But if you don't have that many followers, hardly anyone's going to see you unless they're searching for, you know, if you're in Salt Lake, they're going to search Salt Lake City. Maybe they'll come across your content somehow if it shows up in the search. But another thing you can do is you can create your own custom branded geo filter. This is what's unique to Snapchat, or at least it was until Instagram ripped it off. Instagram copied a lot of the great features that made Snapchat what it is. I still don't think Instagram's geo filters even come close to Snapchat's. Snapchat's geo filters are cool. What they are is if you're in certain areas, certain cities, a filter that you can swipe onto your screen, onto your snap after you've you've done a video or or a you know a photo snap. In the edit screen, you can swipe right or left. And any geo filters in your area will show up. So if you're in Salt Lake City, if you're downtown, maybe three or four different cool designs with Salt Lake show up. Then if you go to a different suburb, those Salt Lake ones don't show up anymore. That suburb's name does. Okay, maybe you travel over to Seattle. Seattle's going to have geo filters in certain parts of town that you can't see anywhere else. And those are those are uh, neighborhood geo filters. You can also do custom branded geo filters. These are ones that you pay for but you can put whatever you want on it for the most part. And when I say you can put anything you want on it, you can put anything you want on it except for a URL and except for a phone number and except for a hashtag. So you have to get creative. And I know that's kind of frustrating. You're like, well, how is anybody ever going to find me if I can't put my URL or my phone number? Well, you have to get creative, okay? So what I've done, and in in Chelsea's book that I talked about, Talking in Pictures, she, it was super cool. She she took some screenshots of a geo filter that I did in my town and showed an example of it and showed the numbers behind it. Now with these custom geo filters, you could use them if if you have a new listing and you just want to impress the seller and you can you can draw a geo fence around a certain area. You can say I want this to run from 9am to 5pm on this day or I want it to run indefinitely for 2 weeks whatever. Just know that it's going to be more expensive the larger the area you want it shown in and the time that it's running for all factor into how much that geo filter costs to run. Now you have to design it graphically first. You could do that in Canva. You can hire a graphic designer. You could have someone on Fiverr do it. You could design it yourself on snapchat.com if you want. And to be totally honest, I did all my geo filters myself in Canva. I just, you know, I figured it out 
It worked for me. I know it won't work for everybody, but that's what I personally did. So you could do it like a, a cartoony picture of your new listing and put, you know, now for sale or whatever. You just can't put the address. You can't put a URL, whatever. But you can run that around a new listing. Maybe you do it on an open house day. It might cost you five bucks. Five dollars is the minimum cost of a geofilter. You could also run them around your office. Maybe have your, your logo on there. Maybe a, like a cartoony picture of yourself that says like, you know, Salt Lake's favorite realtor or whatever it is. But here's where I really think geofilters need to be used if you're in real estate. If you do a geofilter for Dustin, the realtor, or, you know, Joe, the real estate agent, Sally, the real estate agent, Margaret, the loan officer, nobody's going to use those as they're, if that's available, nobody's going to swipe that onto their photo. You know, nobody's going to use that. They might see it, which there's some value there, but where the real power is, is for somebody to see your geofilter and use it. Because if they use it, then that means all of their followers are going to see your geofilter on that person's snap. So what I've done, where I, I'll, because we're short on time, I'll tell you where I had the most success. And by the way, in the Snap Pack Live Real Estate Group, there's a photo album where we do screenshots of these geofilters and the results of them that show the breakdown of what our budget was, how many views we got, how many impressions we got, how many people used it, all those numbers. There's screenshots in the Snapback group in a photo album. So go find those in the group. My best geofilter was, well, there were two of them. So the first one I wanted, so the big college football game in town was Utah BYU. That's the biggest rivalry in the state of Utah by far. And so I'm like, hmm, I want to do a geofilter. I want it to say, go Utes. I want to have my Search Salt Lake logo on it. See, clever. It says Search Salt Lake, but there's no URL or anything. So if somebody got curious, they're going to Google Search Salt Lake and they'll find me. That's how you get around not having a URL on the geofilter. But I, I wondered how much it would cost to put it around the whole stadium for the game. Yeah, it was like $40,000 or something. Maybe, maybe it was $25,000. And I'm, that just doesn't fly for me. So I had to get creative. I thought, okay, where else can I take advantage of people watching the game, but not actually at the game itself? And I thought, huh, people tailgate before the game, don't they? And that's not in the stadium. It's just outside of it. So I realized I could do the exact same design of a geofilter. I did go Utes because it was at, at Utah's stadium that one time, that one uh, game. I did go Utes. I did my Search Salt Lake logo. I did uh, like a black skyline of a black silhouette of Salt Lake skyline behind it. I made it something visually appealing that someone would actually use on their photo, on their snap. And so I, I ran the geofence around the tailgate section. I think for that particular one, I spent $35 or something and I ran it for six or seven hours. I, I didn't look up the stats before doing this. I apologize, but that's roughly what it was. And I ended up getting thousands of, of views of the geofilter and hundreds of people actually using it. And when other people use it, then it shows you the reach of it. And it, it was tens of thousands. It was costing me less than one penny per impression, less than a penny per view. And I thought, okay, how cool is that for just a few bucks? I'm getting my logo in front of tens of thousands of people. And that's so powerful for your brand. So then the biggest, so after that, the biggest geo filter, the most successful geo filter that I've ever run came when... ESPN's college game day came to Salt Lake. This was in 2017, sometime during football season. And so I, I used the exact same geo filter that said, go Utes. 
It had my Search Salt Lake logo in the in the lower right. It had the black silhouette of Salt Lake Skyline on it. And then at the top, I added College Game Day Baby with like the College Game Day logo. And that was it. And I ran that around the part of campus where they were doing College Game Day because I knew it was just a high concentration of college kids and Utah fans. And so I ran it around there and I ran it for hours. I had absolutely monster results with that. So I spent a total of $70. I got 21,157 people to see the geofilter and almost 500 people actually used it on their snaps. How cool is that for 70 bucks? There's a member of the Snapback group. His name is Shane Anderson. He's a realtor in North Dakota, I believe. Maybe it's South Dakota. Shane, I apologize. But he uses geofilters at local motocross events. And he he does them where he, he turns it into a contest. He says, hey, if you use my geofilter at this event, take a screenshot of it, send it to me, enter to win a contest. And so he does giveaways that way. He gains followers that way. And he's had a ton of success with, with that too. And he's getting all these views and impressions for less than a penny each also. So Snapchat geofilters is a great opportunity to get cheap impressions and cheap eyeballs on your brand. There's so many more things we can talk about. Um, Those are the highlights. That's where the power of Snapchat really is. But guys, Snapchat changed the game for me forever. It opened me up to a whole network of other real estate professionals from all around the world, which led me to speaking gigs, which led me to being published in a bunch of different publications, which brought referral business, which brought friendships and relationships with others. I mean, hell, Chelsea was kind enough to mention me in her Talking in Pictures book. That's super cool. Um, You know, none of that has really, I don't think any of that stuff would have happened if it weren't for me getting on Snapchat, embracing it, writing some articles about it. And, and just going, but I know there's so much talk about Instagram stories. Now Instagram's where it's at and that look, they're not wrong. I just know that as of right now, February, 2018, even though I use Instagram stories and I use Snapchat, I still get much more engagement, much more interaction on Snapchat than I do on Instagram stories. And as long as that's still the case, I can't turn my back on Snapchat. Engagement is what it's all about. That's what matters. Not how many followers you have but how many people are actually engaging with you on a regular basis. That's what shows you which platform you should be on and which one you shouldn't be. Hopefully that was helpful, guys. We'll talk more about Snapchat in future episodes. I'm just trying to pack as much as as I can in now in this one episode. Uh, And we have to get to the massive Q&A. I promised you at the beginning, we're going to talk about CRMs. So today's question for the massive Q&A section. Thank you, Del Schaefer, realtor with Carolina One Real Estate in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. He says, how do you choose a CRM? How do you know what features to pick and what's important? How do you pick the best CRM? Now, there's no perfect way to do this, okay? Honestly, I know you've probably heard this before, but this is so true. I'll give you some of my opinions on it and why I chose the CRM I did, but there's no perfect CRM. And even if you're using an Excel spreadsheet as a CRM, if you are using it and it helps you stay on top of your leads, and keeps you up to date on when to contact them and reminds you when to contact them. And ideally it has drip campaigns and whatnot to reach out to them for you. If, if your CRM has that perfect, the best CRM is the one that you're actually going to use. And that doesn't charge a fortune to do it. Now with that said, I know like that's the real answer, but I want to dive a little deeper and be a little bit more helpful than just saying whichever one you use is fine. 
I mean like literally actually use, like if you actually use all the features of it and you do it continuously and consistently, that's, that's the right CRM. I chose lion desk reason being, I wanted something that gave me more flexibility in the drip campaigns. So lion desk, they lack a lot of features on the transaction management side of things, tracking your deals track, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. I know that they're working on it and they're supposed to be releasing a bunch of new transaction management stuff in the next couple of months. But right now that part sucks where lion desk got me is that it was, it's only like 20 bucks a month, something like that. And even though it's not the most user friendly, it makes sense to me. And it gives me so many options for drip campaigns with lion desk. I can of course keep track of all my contacts. I can set reminders. I can set task lists. Uh, of when to follow up with them and and how to do it. And, you know, if I get one of these contacts under contract, I can uh, create a task list to, you know, collect earnest money, do this, do that. You can do that. I know most CRMs have that, but the drip campaigns are key. With LionDesk, you can send an email, a video email, very, 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 very similar to BombBomb. And you can also send text messages and video text messages from a local number. That's what sold me on Lion Desk. I know Follow Up Boss is a big one, Top Producer, Wise Agent, you know, contactually. There's a bunch of great ones, but the one that I personally use is Lion Desk, and that's the reason why is I thought that that the drip campaign functionality between email, video, text messaging was too good to ignore. Before that, I was using Realty Juggler, and guys, Realty Juggler, even though it's super cheap, is amazing. Like that's a great CRM. If if you if you need a good CRM, you don't know what to do, you're you're tired of analysis paralysis of comparing all these CRMs, look at Realty Juggler. It's like 100 bucks a year. That's it's a great value. They do have some pretty good transaction management stuff so you can stay on top of your deals and track income and expenses and stuff. Realty Juggler is great. So Dell, that's what I look for in a CRM. Now, if you're looking for something that has like a great mobile app, even though lion desk does have one, it's, it's still not the most user-friendly, you know, if a mobile app is super important to you and just being very user-friendly and having a great user interface, you might want to look, not look at lion desk right now. I've heard follow-up boss is great with user-friendliness. You also want to keep cost in mind. Here's what you really need to know guys for Dell and anybody else listening. You need to find out what you want the CRM to do. If it's just to to keep your contacts, to manage your contacts and remind you to contact people every now and then, almost anything can do that. You don't need a big expensive one, but you've got to know what you want it to do. That's why I chose LionDesk is because the drip campaigns and having the video text messaging and, and video email was important to me. That's why I chose them. So know what you want it to do first and then find the one that fits. Hope that helps, Dell, my man. Thanks for the question. Absolutely fantastic question. I'm sure I'll be asked about 37 more times this week. What is the best CRM? (laughs) That's just the way it goes. And that's just, that's just one of the questions that that gets asked a lot on the, in the Snapback real estate group in all the real estate Facebook groups. That's, that's the question. Now, guys, if you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast and give you a little shout out, like I did with, with my man, Dell. Just hit me up over on the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. For next week, I will pick the what I think is the best question, and I'll answer it live on the show, and then I'll tag you in the post when we release the episode on Facebook. Thank you guys so much for listening to Episode 7 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm super humbled at how fast the audience of this podcast has grown, 
And a lot of it has to do with your help giving me reviews on iTunes. Getting iTunes reviews is so helpful in getting exposure, especially within the first two months that a podcast is out. And we've been out less than that. We've been out about a month now. So if you haven't yet, if you're new to us, but you're finding some value here with this podcast, it would be so helpful to me in this podcast if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you're listening to the podcast and leave us a review, leave us an honest review. And remember, like I said at the beginning of the episode, screenshot the review, go to our Facebook page and post that screenshot and you'll be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card at the end of February. We'll randomly pick one of you guys as a just to say thank you for helping us out with the reviews. And of course, if you heard episode six, the last episode about chatbots, if you want to check out how that chatbot works, go to my Dustin Brome Salt Lake's favorite realtor Facebook page. Check out the chatbot. There's an option there for Massive Agent Listener. If you click that, it's going to immediately send you in Messenger the link to Kelvin Krupiak's article that shows you step-by-step how to set up the chatbot. The last episode, episode six, was a monster. By far the most downloaded episode we've had so far. Hopefully this one is even better, but that's a pretty awesome topic. So if you if you're finding this one, this is your very first episode, go back to episode six. It's a good one. All about messenger chatbots. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I love doing this podcast. I love reaching out and I love the feedback that I get from you. I hope you have an awesome day. Massive agents go out and sell some more houses.